up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Season's over. I'm done. And Eric Fry. Like, I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies (laughs) of all time. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, welcome into a Thursday edition of the uh, started a lineup. It's Thirsty Thursday, it's Throwback Thursday, it's also a draft of Thursday, and it is April twenty seventh, twenty twenty three. What's happening out there? This is Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, alongside my co-host, and we are here for the next hour on ESPN Radio. Coming up, you definitely know it. That will be hitting up on uh, some NFL draft talk coming up uh, very shortly. And also we'll hit up on uh, some uh, local sports, local baseball and uh, softball action uh, from yesterday and get you set for the schedule for today. We'll be all over the uh, playoff action from uh, last night as the Bucks are the number one seed and uh, they are sent packing Thanks to Jimmy Bucket. So what a playoff performer he is. So we'll talk about that coming up. And we'll hit up on the Stanley Cup of playoffs as well. We'll look at all the action that's going to happen tonight, even though everything kind of takes a backseat for the uh, draft, I'm sure. Mm. And we'll be hitting up on uh, some Major League Baseball as well and uh, see what our area teams uh, did yesterday and uh, late last night. And uh, what in the heck is the St. Louis Cardinals uh, doing out there? Yeah, We wanted them to do something different. Well, they did. They certainly did. They shook it up, and, Travis. Uh, they shook wanted. things up for sure, and uh, everybody kind of up in arms about it. So I'll definitely got something to say about that coming up. And uh, hey, uh, the Cardinals uh, took another one on the chin last night. Put another one on the bingo card. Uh, dropped fly ball out there in the center field. One of the many things that happened last night, and uh, it's right back at it today in the afternoon. Uh, coming up here shortly on a ninety-eight-nine. The uh, 150 a pregame show a start here for the Cardinals and the Giants concluding their four game set and then it's off to uh, staying in the same state in California but we got a series with the Dodgers 
coming up uh, this weekend. So uh, we'll hit up on some MLB as well. And also uh, coming up in the uh, podcast, we got a, a special podcast coming up for you yes. in the uh, podcast edition for the NFL draft that be that we've been working on. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely a stick around for that and a stick around to your bod- podcast feeds for that, wherever you find your favorite pods and on the website fmradio.com just click on our podcast tab and that's where you can find those and all of our past episodes as well all right so we got a jam-packed thursday and a lot to get to here today and a lot to get to here on the trussell show so let's get it started and let's kick it off with first things first before we get into the show First things first. And we're starting off in the NFL draft. It is tonight as the Carolina Panthers. They have been for some time, but they are officially on the clock. Of course, the Bears sent shockwaves and made that move to trade out the number one pick. And so they're sliding down there at a number nine for the Bears. But Carolina on the clock with the number one overall pick. A lot of questions there of what they're going to be doing. What's Houston going to be doing there at two? Do the Colts move up to three or do they stay put there at four? Do the Cardinals trade out of that? Uh, Seahawks, what do they do with their top five pick? The Detroit Lions are sitting at six thanks to the uh, Rams trade. Uh, The Raiders are picking in the seventh slot. Falcons at eight. Of course, the Bears at nine and the Eagles via New Orleans are picking at 10th in the draft and where are all the quarterbacks going to go where is a Bryce Young going to be selected is he going to be the number overall pick is it CJ Stroud is it uh, according to some random uh, reddit post Will Livis is he shooting up the boards could he be the number one pick how high is Anthony Richardson going to go the quarterback from Florida and where does uh, Hinden Hooker fall as well of course those are only the quarterbacks names that we're Mm -hmm. looking out for you know other guys uh, like will anderson from alabama or is he going to be a selected jalen carter the defensive tackle from uh, georgia and our guy from illinois who's going to be there at the draft tonight in kansas city it's devin witherspoon who is the uh seventh ranked prospect in this draft the cornerback out of illinois there so where will he fall in the draft so nfl draft begins tonight a loaded uh three days of action Mm -hmm. and it kicks off tonight yeah it does and and you know you said travis that you know uh carolina's on the clock they're not they already said they know who they're picking they're Uh, done they're finished yeah well i guess it's good for them no stress on them no stress they know what they're doing Hmm. so that, that's the reports we, we we've heard uh, yesterday. Um, is that they're they're good to go. They know who they're going gonna go with, and everyone on the organization is in agreement. So uh, they got drama's done. Like, well, eh, I guess that's move on to number two. I guess so less stretch. So what did the Texans do then? With I mean, the number two. Pick? Obviously, I think I, I you could you should say obviously go quarterback. Mm-hmm. because their quarterbacks combined for the lowest total QBR in the NFL last year with three different quarterbacks starting a game, such as Davis Mills, Kyle Allen, and Jeff Driscoll. 
Ah, Jeff Driscoll. Household names. Nice. But their defense allowed a league worst 170.2 rushing yards per game. Their wide receivers combined to rank 28th in the NFL in receiving yards, and uh, that was before Cooks was traded to the Cowboys. So he's mm-hmm. no longer there. Yeah. They've added uh, Dalton Schultz, Devin Singletary this past offseason, Robert Woods, Noah Brown. Uh, Travis, this is, to me is the team that I look at and go, I don't know where they're going. My mind says quarterback. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are saying. But they've only selected two quarterbacks in the first round in team history. Hmm. Derek Carr first overall and Deshaun Watson 12th overall in 2017. They hmm. haven't selected a front seven defensive player in the first round since they got Jadavion Clowney first overall in 2014. Hmm. Now, they do have, as we talked about, an additional first rounder and a third rounder. I don't see them trading because you're not moving up. No. Unless you're trading for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that's uh, some other possibilities there of, you know, not only just selecting a quarterback, but also acquiring a quarterback mm-hmm. for a pick there if if you want to go that route um, there. so. Do, do you think they're going quarterback? Yeah, I think whoever doesn't get picked between uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, it certainly looks like Bryce Young. So I think whoever the Panthers don't take there, the Texans should take whoever's left. And then you have uh, the Cardinals at three. Mm -hmm. They're not going quarterback. Yeah, no. I think they're going to go defense. Mm -hmm. And to me, I would go um, out of Alabama. Will Anderson? Will Anderson. Yeah, I would agree. That's who I would take. He's a beast. He is. That, that's who I would take uh, if I am Arizona. That now brings us to four and the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do they do? They need a lot of help. Yes. Here, perfect example, Travis. Their quarterbacks last year combined for 17 touchdown passes and 20 interceptions. Ooh. That's not good. That's rough. Their offensive line was last in the NFL in pass blocking. They allowed 60 sacks last year. Ooh. That's not good. No. The fourth overall pick is the team's highest since 2012 when they drafted Andrew Luck, which, as we talked about, was just yesterday. Um, but, you know, we talked about the, the Colts and quarterbacks and how oh, they've just needed a young quarterback. They've needed it. Did you know that the, the Colts have selected six quarterbacks in the first round in the common draft era, which is since 1967, which is tied for the most in the NFL? Hmm. Now, the two most recent are Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning. Yeah. So, it's been a while. It has. Hmm. I didn't know that. uh, They uh, made one first-round pick in the previous four drafts, Travis, back in 2021. They selected Quiddy Pay, 21st overall. So, um, yeah. (sighs) To me, I I think, obviously, you, you get a quarterback if you're Indy. Mm-hmm. That has to be. That has to be where you go. Yeah, unless they do the same thing of trading and acquiring a quarterback. You mean like bringing in Garner Minshew? Uh no, I'm not. I'm, I'm thinking of a player a little bit better caliber than Gardner Minshew, but uh, we've already went down that avenue. So, we have. Uh, you know, is I think taking Anthony Richardson at four. 
think that's a little bit of a reach. Um, you know, some here on some sports books, uh, Bryce Young is the favorite, but uh, Will Levis is actually the uh, second favorite to mm-hmm. go uh, number one. So thanks, Reddit. Uh, yeah, for sure. So do the Colts, if he's there, do they take one of those two guys at quarter at the quarterback position? I would, I would think so, but. Yep. Hmm. It's a good and, question of what they'll do. And after Indy, there is going to be a drop in quarterbacks after that. Because you know Seattle's not getting a quarterback. They just paid Geno. No. You don't think the Lions would. No, I don't The Raiders think so. just paid Jimmy G. And Atlanta seems happy with Desmond Ryder. Yeah. So do I feel possibly, for example, the Lions, they could go defense. They could also go wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if any receivers up there in the top ten. I don't either. So let's. So, I've heard a lot of Devin, Devin Witherspoon there. No, Travis, because here's what I'm trying to get to: Is there a way that we can make Witherspoon go to the Bears? Can we make that happen? Is uh, that a possibility? I don't think so. I don't think he slips all the way to nine. You sure? I don't think so. Somebody's gonna snatch him up in between. The Lions, Raiders, or Falcons? We can hope, can't we? I would. Ah, man, what a guy. Uh, he goes from uh, no stars in recruiting mm-hmm. into uh, becoming one of the best defensive backs in all of college football last season, and now he's going to be a top 10 pick no matter what yep. you would think. So uh, just goes to show you that it's not all about star ratings, guys. It's about what you do uh, on the field, and uh, that's what the product of Illinois uh, has become uh, there. An interesting stat that I saw that the uh, Seahawks, Lions, Eagles, they all finished with a winning winning record last yep. season and are picking in the top 10. Yep. If uh, they make those picks, it'll be the first time uh, since 1969 when three teams with a winning record have picked in the top 10. That's crazy. So, And uh, kind of took me back that the Eagles were picking so high there mm-hmm. with that trade from New Orleans. Now, Travis, uh, we, we mentioned uh, Will Anderson Jr. Obviously, you got Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech, defensive end. That yeah. could go pretty high. Jalen Carter, I think there's some question marks there based off of off-the-field issues. But as far as on-the-field goes, I I think he's definitely a top-10 draft pick. Yeah, it's definitely the off-season stuff or off-the-field stuff that's it, scaring people away. If you think of the Bears, maybe a Peter uh, Skorinski. From mm-hmm. Northwestern, the offensive yeah. tackle could definitely help Keep that him in line. state. Yes. But, Travis, you know who I would want the Bears to get? I know people are going to say, no, you never do this. Who's that? Bajon Robinson out of Texas. Running back. Yeah. But everyone says you don't take a running back in the first round. This guy is special. And you put him with Justin Fields and give Justin Fields a weapon in that backfield – yeah. I am Ooh. a fan of that. Top 10, though, Do for it. running back. Do it. Hmm. Over the past four drafts, the earliest that running back has been drafted was the 24th pick. This guy is a f- top 10 talent. Mel Kuyper has him ranked second overall. I know. Yeah, he does. It's like final rankings yes. here. He should be the number two pick. Hmm. He's definitely electric. And he's going to fall to... 25th or the second round yeah i don't think he falls that far i don't think but top 10 i don't know later half nine nine there the bears are picking nine they are yeah 
Yep. Or possibly maybe a team trying to jump into the top 10 could be looking for uh, some team to trade back. So that would be nice to acquire some more picks, possibly. Now, again, and, I, and you know, this is the last time I'll bring this team up, but the Packers at 13, Travis, all right? We keep looking out, all right? We, we, we kind of, you know, went through the beginning of this draft, and we said that basically from – uh, Seattle at five all the way to Atlanta at eight is not, none of them are picking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, Chicago's not picking a quarterback. No. The Eagles aren't getting a quarterback. No. The Titans? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I would say that's a maybe there. The Texans? Well, they were getting one presumably I'd at say two. If they used that one. So they're, I would think they go defense at 12. So the Packers sitting there at 13. We've pulled, what, three off? Three quarterbacks off, and that that other one's a maybe, you know, because one maybe maybe three, yeah, maybe we have three off, maybe four. So, are you telling me the Packers could end up with Will Levis, yeah. Anthony Richardson, mm-hmm. or do they have that much faith in Jordan Love that they don't even go that route and they go wide receiver, or could you imagine if they get Robinson from Texas? Ooh. And that's the first draft pick they make post Rodgers after he complained for so long about not having playmakers on the offensive yeah. side. They go out and get the best <laughs> playmaker in the draft. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> there he goes. And he has the introductory press conference yes. in New York, and yes. they do that. I think that would be highly uh, ironic. But as I mentioned yesterday or, or the other day, that I think that they do have faith in uh, Jordan Love to at least to see what they got. So, uh, fortunately, I think they're going to be, uh, uh, I say stuck with them, but I think they're going to ride. Ride with them is probably uh, more likely. But uh, last year, there was a, a ton of uh, trades in the 2022 draft. There were 37 draft day trades. There were nine draft day trades during the first round alone, the most during a first round since 2004, where 10 uh, first day draft day trades were taking place. And uh, the number one overall pick was dealt by the Bears to the Panthers. The trade marked just the 12th time in NFL history that the number one overall pick changed hands ahead of the draft. The last instance was... In 2016, when my Rams traded up to uh, select Jared Goff, and if Bryce Young would be the uh, number one overall pick, he would become the first player from Alabama to be picked number one overall in the common draft era. So uh, will Bryce Young be the guy, and will he be selected by the Panthers tonight? We'll find out. The other thing that we won't know tonight, and that is, but we'll know hopefully by the end of Saturday, is Chase Brown. Yeah, where are the Browns going to go? Where are the Browns Chase Brown go? and Sidney Brown. Yep. Uh, Chase, I think, unfortunately, just as you talked about with uh, people being leery of drafting running backs, I think he has a chance of not being drafted. Ooh, I think it will. I think he will get drafted, but it'll be for sure on the second, third day. It'll be the second or third day at, at best. Yeah. So I think that's where he'll he'll land somewhere. Mm-hmm. In that aspect, and brother Sydney, the safety, uh, should be drafted as well. So, and there's another uh, line eye corner uh, out there too. That Martin, yeah, that's yeah, Quan Martin. He's not uh, as highly rated there as uh, Witherspoon, obviously. But uh, look at all these line eye uh, 
uh, going in the draft yep. here in the next few days. So definitely be watching out for where Witherspoon goes uh, this evening and uh, see where all the quarterbacks go in the top 10. And, of course, what everyone's favorite is all the uh, trades that could come down as well. And the draft is in Kansas City yep. this year as everyone's kind of uh, flocked to Kansas City, Missouri. And don't forget, tomorrow we will recap on the show the draft, and we'll get you ready for next year's draft already by telling you who the early number one pick is <laughs> love for it. next year. Absolutely love it. And also get ready for some more draft, some more drafting, because uh, we got a, a very special snake draft coming up in the uh, podcast. So you want to stick around uh, for that. And who is our third man? We teased that at the beginning of the week, but who is our third man? We're pulling in a third person on the show for the podcast for this special draft day, snake draft. Stick around to find out who the third man is. So we're going to step away, and we'll be back to talk some uh, local sports, baseball, and uh, softball action uh, coming up to recap and what's on tap for today on the way on the starting lineup. From the 98.9 The Game Studios, the starting lineup. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk with your friends, You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. For more than a century, AM radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. In their car, at home, or on the job, more than 80 million listeners depend on AM radio each month. AM radio is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, which keeps us safe in dangerous times. It's reliable, free, and public safety depends on it. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Paid actor, not a real customer. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking, 44-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary. Welcome to Ethos, a new kind of insurance company that believes life insurance should be hassle-free, affordable, and accessible for everyone. For around a dollar a day, I got a 20-year, $250,000 term life insurance policy without a medical exam. All I had to do was answer a few health questions and snap, family protected. It was quick and easy. Ethos is 100% online. I got a quote in seconds, applied in minutes, and got coverage in hours. 
just answer a few health questions. No medical exam, no blood tests, no hassle. Look, nobody wants to plan for the unthinkable, but it would be so much worse to not plan at all. So don't put it off. It feels great having the peace of mind knowing that my family is protected. Ethos, the 100% online hassle-free way to get affordable life insurance. Don't wait. Get your free online quote now at ethoslife.com. That's E-T-H-O-S-Life.com. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! Unlimited first-year cash back match. Only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Lanny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000. For a degree he couldn't use? Now what? I had a friend that went to my computer career and they talked to me about it. He was done in just months. I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation. One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want. You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. And now, the starting lineup. Hello. 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 Welcome in. Welcome back to the starting lineup. 98.9 The Game. Hey, Travis, the Olympics are over and done with, so maybe we need to get rid of this uh, music bed. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9 The Game. Let's head up on uh, some uh, local baseball and uh, softball action from the Diamonds yesterday. And let's start off in high school baseball. As uh, First off, it was uh, Charleston getting the win over Altamont 5-2-1. As Charleston picked up two runs in the first and the third innings. And also another one in the uh, sixth. Altamont's lone run came there in the uh, bottom of the first and uh, couldn't scratch across any more runs after that. It was uh, Archibald uh, getting the win in relief for Charleston. He goes uh, three innings, giving up only one hit and striking out uh, to uh, Stimke. Takes the loss on the mound for the Indians. He goes five and two-thirds innings, giving up four hits, five earned runs, four walks, and uh, three Ks. Lone RBI was credited to Earhart for uh, Altamont there in the loss. There's also a St. Anthony picking up a win over Windsor's two straws by the final of a 6-5. Another late inning comeback. This came in the uh, sixth inning for the Bulldogs. Just call them the comeback dogs because they scored a four in the bottom of the uh, sixth inning. And then they shut down the hatchets in the top of the seventh to uh, clinch this one. It was a uh, fear day who uh, gets the win on the mound for uh, St. Anthony, as he only allowed eight hits, four walks, and he struck out nine batters there. And RBI is credited to Adams. He had a couple of them, and Levitt, Fearday, and Schmidt. And also, Caney had an RBI 
there as well for uh, the Hatchets. Uh, Weatherall, he had uh, two RBIs, and uh, Jordan Wittenberg had the other RBI for the Hatchets. And uh, so same thing, gets another comeback win for the Bulldogs. It was uh, South Central getting the win over FEM by the final of a 4-2 here as uh, South Central picked up all four of their runs in the first and second inning. Three runs in the bottom of the first and South Central never looked back. They had two runs that FEM scored or scored in the top of the third there and credit those RBIs uh, there to Harper and Quest Hall. As well, Coverline takes the loss on the mound for the Hearts. He goes six innings, giving up three hits, only one earned run, two walks, and a K. Uh, Benera, he uh, gets the uh, win on the mound for South Central. He goes three innings, giving up three hits, a couple runs, walking three, and striking out one batter as well. RBIs was credited to Benera and also Markley as well in the win for South Central. It was a Nioga getting the win over Martinsville by the final score of a 6-3 here as Nioga scored a two runs in the first, also in the fourth, and a couple more runs in the fifth and sixth inning there. Martinsville tried to come back in the top of the seventh, scoring all three other runs, but ultimately Nioga closed it down there. Only two hits for Martinsville. It was uh, Will getting the win on the mound for Nioga, and it was RBIs credited to Richards, Reynolds, Stazak, and Gentry, and Hennessy, all driving in runs for the Indians there. It was uh, Marshall defeating uh, Cumberland by the final of 11 to 4. It was Mount Carmel over Carmine White County, 8 to 6. Oakwood over Paris, 7 to 1. And it was Flora over Olney, 4-3. Mattoon defeated uh, Robinson, 12-2. It was Pleasant Plains uh, over Mount Zion, 7-6. Clint over Tuscola, 13-3. Shelbyville shuts out Sullivan, 10-0. Macon Meridian over Warrensburg Latham, 4-3. Decatur St. Therese over Central A&M, 18-0. And in the South Central, it was Auburn over Hillsboro, 4-1. In a softball from yesterday... Uh, we had uh, Chrysler Rock Lutheran defeat a South Central by the final of a 6-2-5 as runs all over the place here. And uh, Chrysler Rock got two in the top of the seventh to win this. And uh, South Central, they tried to make a comeback in the bottom half of the seventh, but uh, comeback fell just a little bit short. Uh, Webster, she takes the loss in uh, the circle uh, for the uh, Cougars there. And also RBIs credited to uh, Michael and Reed for South Central. A lot of errors in that mm-hmm. game there as well. Chrysler Rock had five of them, and South Central committed three. As we continue on with softball in the little line, it was Marshall over Cumberland, 11 nothing. Charleston over Robinson, 13-3. Casey over Muhammad Seymour, 14-2. Only over Powell Hutt, 7-2. Mount Zion over Pleasant Plains, 11-0. Pekin defeated Lincoln, 8-3. Tuscola over Clinton, 12-3. Sullivan over Shelbyville, 4-3. And Central A&M over St. T, 10-2. Lincoln Prairie's Villa Grove shuts out Fisher, 7-0. Tri-County over Heritage, 20-10. Blue Ridge over Gibson City, 8-3. And the South Central is stunned over North Green, 19-4. Carlinville over Gillespie, 6-zip. And Bunker Hill over Greenville, 
We got action for you today in baseball. We got North Clay traveling to Altamont. Vandalia at Brownstown, St. Elmo. We got Dietrich hosting at CHBC. We got uh, Newton at Robinson. Lawrenceville at Olney. Mount Carmel at Casey. Paris at Villa Grove. Apollo, you got uh, Mattoon at Topless. Mohammed Seymour at Hoopston. Charleston at St. Joe Ogden. Taylorville at Pena. Lincoln Prairie, Decatur LSA at Decatur MacArthur. South Central, Nakomas at Hillsboro, and Metro East at Piasol. In softball today, you got Topolis hosting Highland. In the NTC, you got St. Anthony at Altamont. North Clay, Clay City at Woodlawn. Windsor's Two Straws at CHBC. Newton's also at Robinson. Lawrenceville at Olney. Casey hosting Mount Carmel. Georgetown Ridge Farm at Marshall. In the Apollo, Mount Zion at Decatur Eisenhower. St. Joe Ogden at Muhammad. Central Illinois, Leroy at St. T. Lincoln Prairie, Cumberland at Mattoon, Okaw Valley hosting Charleston, Tri-Valley at Argenta, Tri-County at Champaign Central, Blue Ridge at Delvin. In the South Central, you got North Mac at Staunton and Jerseyville hosting Gillespie. In tennis, we got Topolis at Mattoon and St. Anthony at Effingham. In track and field meets, we got track and meets at Windsor Stew Straws and Fairfield as well of course you can find all these scores and the uh, schedule over on the website at pmradio.com and just click on our local sports tab there is where to uh, find that and we'll be back to recap it all tomorrow for you what happened in that and get mm-hmm. you set for friday and the weekend of course as well as we mentioned yesterday not a lot of time left in the baseball and uh, softball seasons before uh, postseason play gets underway yep. there's well, only a few more weeks left there all right uh, so uh, we'll step away and uh, we'll be back and we'll be back to talk more baseball that's right a baseball action from the major leagues coming up next here on the starting lineup you'll want to stick around we'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 the game we need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive, in Effingham. Show her how much she means to you this Mother's Day. Join the Mother's Day extravaganza and stop by our participating sponsors to win over $350 in prizes to be given away just in time for Mother's Day. Stop by Ralph's Jewelry, John Booth's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, and Shallerch Sewing Center. One qualifier will be chosen from each location, and one winner will be announced Wednesday, May 10th. 
So stop by all locations to increase your chances of winning. Brought to you by Rouse Jewelry, John Boo's Factory Showroom and Outlet, Heartland Landscaping, Jordan Mahan Country Financial, Behold Aesthetics and Wellness Center, Barlow Lock and Security, Charlotte Sewing Center, and Cromwell Media Group in Effingham. Steve here at Effingham Tire and Auto Center, ready to shake off those winter blues. Steve, I've been counting down the days until I leave for family vacation. We know with warmer weather comes road trips, vacations, and running the kids. Mom taxi coming through. I'm here to remind you that at Effingham Tire and Auto Center, we can change your oil, check your AC and tires, test your brakes. There's no job too big or too small. What about evening appointments? I typically work late. No problem. We're open until 11 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Did you say 11 p.m.? What about Firestone Tires? Yes, we've been your local Firestone Tire Center for over 40 years. Effingham Tire and Auto Center is locally owned and operated. Give us a call at 217-347-7718 or stop in today and check out our newly updated showroom and talk to me, Steve. It's settled. I'm going to Effingham Tire and Auto Center, my hometown car care specialist. And now, the starting lineup. Welcome back in to the uh, podcast of the uh, starting lineup here on a 98.9. And nope, nope, redo that. On 98.9 The Game. And nope, nope, redo that. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. St. Louis City SC are poaching an executive from one of the best clubs in the English Premier League. And City hired Manchester City executive Diego Galani to take over as their president and general manager yesterday. Galani will finish off the Premier League campaign with Man City before officially joining St. Louis City in the summer. St. Louis hosts Portland this Saturday. The 2023 NFL Draft has arrived, as we talked about. Round 1 begins tonight, and the Colts are in possession of the fourth overall pick. Indianapolis met with many of the top quarterbacks during the evaluation period. The expectation is for the Colts to take their next franchise quarterback. Indy also has a one pick in the second round, third round, fourth round, along with three picks in the fifth and the seventh round. Minnesota Timberwolves guard Anthony Edwards may be in some illegal trouble. Edwards was given a citation for third-degree assault on Tuesday after he allegedly hit two women with a chair after Minnesota's Game 5 loss to the Denver Nuggets. Video of the alleged incident shows Edwards sprinting off the court after missing a game-tying shot at the buzzer. He then picks up a chair and twirls, uh, twirls it around while continuing into the locker room, making contact with the women as both women were injured. The injuries were not serious, and as we mentioned yesterday, Kawhi Leonard has suffered a torn meniscus. Leonard notably missed all of the 2021-2022 season with a partial tear in his right ACL. This is in his left. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry there with the uh, Sports Center hits. Check there. that; it's in his right. So the same one that he had his partial tear of his right ACL, he now has a meniscus tear. Mm-hmm. So in that same knee. So it makes you wonder. Thirty-one years old. Another is Kawhi done. Another big injury there for He's done for Kawhi. Certainly, definitely something to uh, mull over there mm-hmm. for. The uh, Clippers, 
there. All right, so uh, let's uh, peel off this Band-Aid here and let's talk some uh, Major League Baseball. I didn't want to start the uh, show back-to-back days with uh, depressing St. Louis Cardinals. And, uh, well, last night they ended up losing again as a bright spot was uh, Paul Goldschmidt, at least for the first couple of innings. He couldn't do anything with the bases loaded with a game on the line, but he did hit two home runs in the uh, previous innings. And uh, Cardinals fall again. 7-3, to three, tried to mount a comeback there late. Uh, like I said, he had the bases loaded there with the tying run at the play with Goldie, and he hits into a game under double play, and the Cardinals lose yet again. And uh, let's see here. This is the third loss in a row and a seventh loss in the last nine games for St. Louis. I don't know what else to say anymore, Travis. I mean, yeah, this is Murphy's Law. Yep. Anything that can go wrong. Has, has gone wrong. Has gone wrong. Yep. And every button that seems to be the Cardinals are doing are, Just are wrong. Them. They're yep. going wrong. And uh, they mentioned on the broadcast last night that uh, it seems like every mistake that the Cardinals are making, they're, they're paying for it uh, every single time. And, of course, that's not what anyone wanted to talk about before the game. Uh, that before the game, uh, the Cardinals decided to do something different. Hey, we we said that do something mm-hmm. to fix the this problem and this skid that the Cardinals are on. Well, they did do something. A lot of people weren't happy about it, yep. myself included. I don't love the move. I don't quite understand the move per se. But the move that we're talking about is, of course, that they have optioned the top prospect. They have a, a option, Jordan Walker, to AAA Memphis. And they're sending him down, and they're maybe that's puzzling. But the puzzling thing is uh, getting Tyler Motter back, who we just designated for assignment yeah, earlier. This that week. one makes no sense. Total, total I, no I, sense. I don't. Uh... Hey, my apologies to Tyler Motter, him and his family, but he sucks. Like, why, why are we bringing him back? He's just going to be stashed there in the bench and filling in every now and then. So. I, I don't get it. That's why you brought him back to come in and be a fill-in, I guess. I, I guess. I don't know. Y- you got me on this one, Travis. <laughs> you got me. Perplexing. It's perplexing to say the least. Very and, much. Uh, as I mentioned on the podcast last week about uh, Mosellac and uh, his uh, reasonings for doing some of the things that he does, his uh, old Tony Larusso philosophy is always have conviction on your moves that you make and always have a reason for the moves that you do make and uh, his reasoning. Uh, one of the reasons before the game that he's been uh, mulling this over for a while with, of course, the log jam in the outfield. And uh, the, the quote that I love is when things aren't working, if you keep doing the same thing over and over, it's insanity. We have to try to do something different. We talked a lot over the last few days, especially in Seattle about how we can get a little bit more consistent, particularly out in the outfield. Doing the same thing over and over is insanity. Travis, was this move made? Not just the Jordan Walker move. Because I understand, and you and me kind of talked off air about this, that you know he's one of the guys you have options left on. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to pass through waivers to send back down. So yeah. I get that. I get that part of it. The corresponding move of re-signing a guy used just designated for assignment Earlier this week. Yeah. Travis, that feels like moves of a front office that is giving up on the year. 
Mm, I don't know about giving up, but yeah. Why designate him for assignment only to hire him back a week later? I. It's to re. I know it's to get more options on him. Like, mm-hmm. but still, that just feels like a wasted effort. Yeah, and I know a lot of people were talking about why you bring back Motter when you could have brought back Yepes back there. But, uh, again, he plays outfield, and he can DH, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also plays a little first base as well. Again, you're not – one of the reasons why you sent Walker down was to alleviate some of the uh, outfield depth. So, uh, Yepes can play in the, in the outfield, but you can mainly use him as DH. So, that's probably what move I would have looked to made, but of course he has service manipulation to think about uh, there as well. And it's just hard to justify uh, sitting down a guy that started off the, his career with like a 12 or 14 game hitting streak. He's hitting mm-hmm. 274 on the season. So uh, the one thing was they're trying to fix his swing. He's hitting too many ground balls. That is true, uh, but he has the fourth most exit velo on the team and he's hitting 274 and you want to try to fix his swing i understand you want more home runs more extra base hits right, to come right. but he's hitting the ball well it's not like you sent him down yeah. and you want to adjust his swing right like he's terrible at the plate he and hasn't what's he what's gonna make him better seeing major league pitching yeah. getting the timing getting the location getting all that stuff seeing i know we skipped triple a he did yeah that's part of this and that's part of the reasoning I saw is, well, he skipped AAA. Maybe it was too big of a jump. Let's get him to go back. He's not, like you said, he's making contact. It's not like he can't keep up with major league pitching. It's not that at all. It's just he's hitting ground balls, which that comes with more time. Right. I, yeah. I Again, this seems like a move of an organization that doesn't know what it's doing. And I know they do. That's the frustrating thing, Travis. This is the Cardinals. This is one of the the pillars of Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. When you when you talk about great organizations run top to bottom in baseball, people a lot of times go and look at the Cardinals. Yeah. It's a thing. The Cardinal way. We've heard it for so many years. Right. What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're trying something different, but we don't like how they're trying it. I mentioned this during the offseason, Travis, and I'm going to bring it up again. And I know Cardinal fans probably do not want to hear this, including this one that I'm sitting right beside. And that is, has the game of baseball passed the Cardinal way by? Mm-hmm. Is that an old way of looking at things and it cannot work in today's baseball. The Cardinals, let's be honest, and we talked about it in the offseason, this is a Cardinal team that is built on pitching and defense. That is not how you win in today's Major League Baseball. You win by hitting more home runs than the other guy. Yep. I definitely think that there is something to that, that the Cardinals are always set in their ways and set in their values and whatnot, and they have had, had success in the past, but sometimes you do have to evolve with the game and it feels like they're not wanting to yeah it feels like feels that way it it feels like no they're digging in their heels and saying we're stuck in our ways we're going to do it this way and we're going to make it work this way and i feel like they are the the, think of all the rule changes travis the rule changes that were made this offseason the bigger bases the pitch clock stuff like that was that done to help defense and pitching no it was all done to help the offense Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals 
aren't built on that. And it feels to me like they they're a team. They're they're a throwback team. Oh, definitely. They are. Yep. And then the <laughs> last thing I wanted to get to with the uh, yes. Jordan Walker thing is that uh, he's fairly inexperienced in the outfield as well. He's played the majority of his career in the minor leagues and at the lower levels at third base. He's uh, played 146 games at third base. So obviously we're not going to find a lot of playing time with Arenado yeah. holding that position down. So I believe in 2021, they decided to switch him to out in the outfield. Mm -hmm. So at uh, the uh, minor league level, he's played only 52 games out in the outfield as well. And yeah. uh, at times uh, as well out in the outfield. So fairly inexperienced there at, uh, out there in right field as Think well. Think he could have caught a fly ball last night? Maybe, yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. You make a move and then a uh, new bar drops it in center. Which, again, is an error. We talked yeah. about three errors yesterday, more errors last night. Again, a Cardinals team that's built on pitching and defense. Your pitching hasn't been great. Your defense hasn't been great. What else you got? Right. And I was going to say, Travis, minus, all right, you think back to the Pujols years, right? The, the glory years of Albert Pujols when he was there. Yeah. Minus him. Who was really a home run hitter? Or even Mark McGuire? Besides those guys, was there a lot of people on that Cardinals team's knocking them out of the park? Not no, really. Not really. This, those are abnormalities to the Cardinals. They're not the trend. They're not the centerpiece. You think of the Yankees, you always can think of a slugger on a Yankee team. There's yeah. always a slugger that you can name right off the bat. That's not the Cardinals' way. Right. Yeah. For and years, unfortunately, that's the way baseball's going. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know, Travis. I, like I said, I think that they are stuck in their ways and they're stuck in the past. And this could be a very long season for St. Louis Cardinal fans. Definitely. Uh, it's already been a long season already, and we haven't even made it out of the first month yet. Yeah. And uh, they'll try to get it back on track. Is 245-ish will be the uh, first pitch, and 150 will begin the uh, pregame show here on 98.9. Logan Webb will be thrown out there by the uh, Giants to close out the series, and Miles Michaelis will be going as he had a good start last time out uh, in Seattle. Uh, it all kind of fell apart there at the very end. That makes it look worse uh, there. He was well on his way to a quality start, and then uh, it just all crumbled there. So I'll try to put it together there to close out the series in San Fran before making the trip to L.A. for the weekend. And we'll uh, have to uh, get to uh, the rest of Major League Baseball and to uh, the uh, podcast as we – had a Cardinals dominate that segment there. So uh, we're up against it, and we got to close it out uh, talking about the uh, playoffs, NBA, and uh, Stanley Cup playoffs coming at you. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy is an independently owned Health Mart Pharmacy and is committed to the Effingham and surrounding communities. At Andy's, you'll experience a warm, caring, compassionate expert dedicated to your health. Their pharmacists have a personal commitment to you and our communities. Visit Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy today at 805 West Fayette in Effingham. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. 
There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. And now... This outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget, both Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't blame him for the referee stuff. But he benefited from it. Benefited from it last night as well. That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. It's a Super Bowl. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game. In to the start of lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. We're just a, a smidge of bit longer. Let's talk about the NBA playoffs from last night. As two series are over, they're done, and they advance on to the next round. As it was the Heat pulling off the upset as they came all the way from the play-in as the eighth seed, and they knocked the number one overall seed in the East out of here as uh, Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler, what a playoff performer he is in another moment in his highlight reel as that crazy circus shot he hit to force overtime and he ended up winning uh, with Jimmy Butler and some scrubs out there. But uh, he had 42 points to lead the upset of victory, 128-126 in Miami on to the next round. On to the next round, Travis, and I'm I'm going to say this right here on this show, and I hope it gets quoted. Move over Charles Barkley because Jimmy Butler is the best player to never win a ring. Ooh. Yeah. Charles never carried a team the way Jimmy Butler has. Charles never won as an eight seed against a one seed like Jimmy Butler now has. When you talk specifically playoffs – Jimmy Butler is the best playoff performer to never win a ring. Definitely. Yeah, it's some uh, big, big things to say there, but uh, not too far off because he's just been uh, amazing mm-hmm. uh, there. And, of course, the iconic him uh, being slumped over in the uh, bubble trying to carry uh, the heat to victory yep. Yep. at that time. And then just what he's been doing in this postseason has just been fun uh, to watch traded him for Zach as a Levine. fan. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You could uh good job Chicago. Been good job. This could have been Chicago. Yeah. Nope. But instead they lost the Heat and that's how the Heat got here. Well and they traded him to that's the true. Buccaneers for Yeah, to the Bucks. No, Timberwolves. Timberwolves for Zach Levine. <laughs> the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. I got the NFL draft still on my mind. Yeah, uh, The uh, Knicks also finished off their series with the uh, Cavs as uh, they got the win, 106-95. So it's going to be Cleveland and Miami matched up in the uh, next round of the postseason. We're going to have to look for some new audio from Stephen A. Yeah. Can't use the Knicks or trash. Nope. 
Nope. He's just about orange and blue skies, yep. Yep. he's been saying over the past few weeks. So, Nick's on to the next round. So, uh, we get that old school matchup. Not exactly Patrick Ewing versus uh, Alonzo Mourning and uh, all those guys, but uh, still, should be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grizzlies, they stayed alive for one more game as it wasn't uh, Dylan Brooks carrying the team. That He's really broken. Nice. He only had eight points and not very efficient last night, but it was John Moran and uh, Bain who uh, led the way for Memphis, and they combined for 64 points to force game six. They won 116-99. to 99. So Memphis staying alive. Ah, 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 ah. For at least one more game. Yep. And at Golden State, they steal one on the road as they come in, uh, to Sacramento, and they prevent the beam from being lit up. As they won 123 to 1-16. So Golden State has the 3-2 lead now. Mm. And that's so. that's tough now for Sacramento because you got to go to Golden go State. Back to Golden State mm-hmm. for game six. So, uh, hey, Darren Fox, you know, he played pretty good. I mean, not bad for a broken uh, finger. Yeah, I believe he was uh, led the team in scoring. Yeah, he had 24 points. Uh, Sabonis, you know, he had 21. And uh, Monk, he had 21 off the bench. But. Uh, you had four starters in double figures, and uh, Draymond also had 21 points off the bench as well. As I love that he's coming off the bench. Uh, now he was quoted on his uh, podcast and about when Steve Kerr asked him about when he came back from the suspension, if how would he feel if he came off the bench. And he says, believe how I feel. He just wants to do whatever it takes to help the team win. And he said that Looney had a great game in game three. So mm-hmm. why should I, just because I'm coming back, I'm back in the starting lineup? No, you reward a uh, good performance there for Looney. Um, and he, Draymond came off the bench once again in game five and pulled off the win. So he just stick with that. Yeah. Even though sure. Looney only had four points. Sure, Draymond. Hey, I, I, I like that. Um, they said that. Um, yeah, but I'm sure that's what he said. I, I'm, uh, that's not what Draymond said. Get out of here, Draymond. I don't think so. I think uh, I think as you see was what you get with Draymond. I don't think he's. Uh, yeah, he's a bum. Mm, mm, I don't know. I, I, I I'm like not that. a fan of Draymond Green. Haven't been ever since he was at Michigan State. So. Yeah, I've, I guess it changes by the day for me, but yeah, I just compare him to Dylan Brooks, and I like Draymond more than Brooks at this point. Well, Brooks has gotten thrown out once. Draymond gets thrown out at least once a series. Yeah. So, at least once a once a year. Yeah. <laughs> Game six uh, tonight. Uh, sorry, Janet Jackson, but it's the Celtics versus the uh, Hawks uh, tonight there. In Atlanta, with Boston leading three to two, but of course Trey Young hitting the game winner the other night mm-hmm. to force this game six, and half the people make some other plans tonight in Atlanta. I wonder if uh, Janet Jackson, if anyone wanted refunds for her concert, like they did for uh, Morgan Wallen's concert the other day. Maybe I don't know. Maybe she a- was drunk too. I haven't heard anything uh, there. No, it's because it was double booked. It had nothing to do oh, okay. with the condition of uh, Jane and Jackson okay. uh, there. But 
Uh, we'll get to more of baseball talk in the uh, podcast. Got to clean uh, that up. And we also got to get to uh, the uh, in a special NFL draft, snake draft, coming up in the uh, podcast. So you want to stick around uh, for that and see what we got in the store. So uh, that's coming up. And coming up next here on ESPN Radio is more NFL draft talk, I'm sure, with Fitz and Harry. So uh, enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome to the podcast overtime of the uh, starting lineup. We got to clean up a major league uh, baseball. We got to get around the league from last night and what's happening today. Action already going on. Wow, that Dodgers Pirates game is a wild one. Uh, there just saw the updated scores and uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Got to recap that because uh, Eric's cracking. They did it. Yeah. They stole one in Colorado, so we're going back to Seattle. So We believe, Travis. <laughs> we believe in we the Kraken. <laughs> and so we'll hit up on that. We'll hit up on uh, some uh, this date in uh, sports history. Yep. And we got a, a special draft day, snake draft, yeah. coming up for you here in the podcast as well. So, all right, uh, so uh, let's get to it, and uh, let's clean up sports in there before we do anything else. Yeah, just a couple of things. Uh, the Seattle Mariners are losing a member of their starting rotation for the remainder of the season. Left-hander Robbie Wright set to undergo surgery to repair the flexor tendon in his pitching elbow. 31-year-old was injured in his season debut March 31st, has not played since. Former AL Cy Young Award winner has gone 12-13 and 13 with a 379 ERA since joining Seattle prior to the 2022 season. And Colorado is adjusting its stance on access to football practice film. The uh, Buffaloes announced on Wednesday that all players who have entered the transfer portal will have access to practice film from 2022 and before. The program was under scrutiny after several players told ESPN that they were denied practice film after they entered the portal. Colorado is undergoing a complete roster overhaul after head coach Deion Sanders was hired back in December. In total, 41 players have entered the transfer portal since april 15th wow what's going on there uh people don't want to play for coach prime i guess and not giving them access to their practice film like give them the practice film Mm, so they have something to show yeah so they have something to show other teams Mm. i don't know games gamesmanship i guess Every other college gives everyone access to their practice films. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, gamesmanship. They are now. They are now. So, Because <laughs> players went and made us think about it. So. Yeah. That's your sports center. That's your sports center. All right. Well, uh, something that came in uh, late today uh, in the morning as it was announced that uh, the Notre Dame quarterback, he was putting his name in the uh, transfer portal. Yeah, we just mentioned that yesterday. Uh, the other day. And he's going to be uh, going as the replacement to Bryce Young in Ooh. Alabama. Bunchner has uh, said that he's going to be headed to Alabama to play for the Crimson Tide. So, best quarterback in the uh, portal that was available is now 
going to Nick Saban in Alabama. So how about that? Big shoes to fill. Big shoes to fill in. Hey, Alabama was like, what are we, what are we going to do at quarterback? Well, that's what you do, yep. and you replace one guy with the other. And, uh, hey, speaking of the uh, transfer portal, there was a college basketball player that put his name in the uh, portal while entering his name into the uh, draft as well. Something to monitor for Illinois. Oh, really? R.J. Dennis is his name. Who? And R.J. Dennis. Okay. Literally. R-A-Y, capital J, space, Dennis. And he's from Toledo, and he was the Mac player of the year as he's one of the best available players in the transfer portal mm. as he averaged 19.5 a game uh, last year, leading Toledo to a 27-8 and record. And uh, they won 17 games in a row before falling in the conference title game. He scored in double figures every game last season at R.J. Dennis. So, he says he's entering his name in the NBA draft while maintaining his college eligibility until May 31st to withdraw and return to college, but he's throwing his name into the uh, portal as well while keeping that eligibility and looking for draft options there. Hmm. Just something to monitor there for the Fighting Illini. So he can come to Illinois is what you're saying? Yeah, possibly. That's what I'm hearing on Illinois Twitter. Well, it's got to be true then. Yeah, Illinois Twitter is something else, and uh, Cardinals Twitter has been uh, something, something else, something to behold this season too. So, uh, what a what a fan base that mm-hmm. I live in. Passionate, Travis. They're passionate. Definitely passionate. That's what you want, right? For you sure. Want, you want better, a passionate fan base. Better or worse, I guess. You don't want them to be, you know, just ho hum and none of this matters and no. whatever. Yeah, of course. I want passion. I, I love, uh, love the fan base, all of our flaws. Yes. I love it all. So, wouldn't have it any other way. Loves it all, he says. <laughs> all right, speaking of the uh, Cardinals and uh, baseball, let's get to the rest of Major Leagues because uh, Cardinals stick up a lot of the segment there. Uh, the uh, Cubs, they uh, fell against yeah. the uh, Padres last night, 5-3. to uh, three. Faltered down the stretch. So... San Diego wins. Down the stretch. Mm. Wheels fell off. Wheels fell off, but hey, it's all right. You won the opener of the series. We did. I got to go. You know, you know the guy who beat us last night, don't you? Tatis Jr.? Yeah. Yeah. It's It's karma. Yeah. Three RBIs. It's karma. Yeah, definitely. Shouldn't have been taunting him. Nope. That's what happens. Uh, the Blue Jays, they beat the other team from Chicago. They won 8-2-0, to nothing, so the White Sox fall to a 7-18 and of this season. The Reds, they sweep the Rangers 5-3 to on a walk-off home run yesterday. Baltimore beat the Red Sox 6-2, Guardians 4-1 to over the Rockies. It was the Yankees taking the game against the Twins, a 12-2-6, and... It was on Aaron Judge's birthday oh, happy as birthday, well. Judge. He drove in three, but I thought I saw that he left the game after he stole third or got thrown out. What are you stealing doing third. stealing third, Aaron Judge? I don't know, but he got taken out of the game because uh, uh, he was possibly hurt. He doesn't need to be doing that. Whoever told no, him to do that not. should be fired. Maybe he went on his own. 
Oh, that's even worse. You never try to steal third. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember the situation yeah. that they were in either. Uh, the Brewers they beat the Tigers six two. The Diamondbacks they shut out the Royals two two and nothing. And again, everyone's sleeping on uh, this guy Zach Gallian as he has improved his uh, uh, scoreless streak to twenty eight straight innings. So. Uh, one of the most underrated pitchers that no one talks about. And he went uh, six and one-thirds innings, only giving up four hits and striking out 12 batters as well. Travis, I'm glad you're talking about him. He struck out double-digit uh, batters in three of his last four starts. It's impressive. So definitely uh, for sure. And did he at one point in time part of the Cardinals organization? Wouldn't shock you, right, that he's doing well. Mm-hmm. We need a starting pitcher. Hmm. Uh, the just Pir- saying, <laughs> just saying, just throwing it out there. There, uh, the Pirates they uh, did beat the uh, Dodgers eight to one. I think they spoil uh, Tony Goslin's return there. Second straight day, uh, the Rays get shut out. So they homered and however many consecutive games and haven't pushed across a single run. And you're welcome. Games in a row, we broke the Rays. We broke them as they only had two hits even. Yesterday, Ugh. Astros a one one to a nothing. As the uh, Phillies a six two oh five. It was the uh, Nationals beating the Mets a four two one. So, uh, first time since uh, Buck Showalter's tenure there with the Mets, they've now lost four in a row. Mm. So. That ain't good. No, not good in uh, New York for the Metropolitans. The Braves, uh, they beat uh, San Diego Contra 6-2-0-4. And the Marlins, too. Uh, the Angels, they beat the uh, A's 11-2-3. As uh, Brandon Drury uh, returned and also uh, Shohei Otani uh, did some good things last night, too. As well, so the man, the myth, the legend. They beat the A's, the A's. Hey, Cardinals Nation, it's bad, but at least we're not A's bad yet. Five and twenty on the season. I like how you put the yet caveat. Oh yeah, because <laughs> you're right, Travis. It's not that bad yet, but uh, you only have be. four more wins than them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that seems like a tight, tight window. <laughs> but hey, speaking of uh, LA. They're coming to uh, St. Louis next week. Oh. So look out for that. Particularly. Hey, Travis, do you want to feel better about yourself? That's uh, yeah. Right now you would be third in the AL Central. Hmm. So just, yeah. you know, you'd be right there in the AL Central. You'd only be four games back. Hmm. Like if that makes you feel any better, hmm. just switch you over to the AL. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference in the leagues anymore anyways? Right. Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> By the way, you're only one game up on the Rockies for the worst record in the uh, National League. Yep. It's mm. a little uh, painful to hear out loud. You're tied with the Nationals, and you're a game behind the Reds. Mm. Dang. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, let's just uh, move on uh, from that. Uh, game's already underway today. Marlins and uh, Braves high-scoring affair there with the uh, Dodgers and uh, Pirates. Mariners, Phillies already underway. Uh, Padres, Cubs going to be starting in a little bit. A's, Angels, Baltimore continuing their series with the uh, Tigers, or they're starting a series with the uh, Tigers, I should say. Uh, Rays, they're in uh, Chicago to take on the uh, White Sox. Shane McClanahan 
going for Tampa. Dylan Cease going for the White Sox. Uh, Nationals wrap up their series with the Mets. Royals start a series with the uh, Twins. And uh, the Yankees start a series with the uh, Rangers in Texas. And uh, Garrett Cole on the mound tonight for the Bronx Bombers. G. Cole. And, of course, the Cardinals and Giants going to be starting later this afternoon as well. Michaelis with his 7.46 ERA. Yeah. Leading us out there. <sighs> mm. that, that's not great. Not, not great. There's, there's not a whole lot you can say this year about the Cardinals that's been good, has there? No. I mean, I'm not even saying great. I'm saying good. Like... We talk about what's the one thing we can look forward to as a fan base to cheer for. Now, I talked about this a lot last year with the Cubs. Mm-hmm. Travis, I'm going to ask you, what is the one thing as a Cardinal fan base you have to look forward to and get excited about? Go. <laughs> uh, I can't think of anything. Yeah, right exactly my point. Exactly the problem. That's that's not a great thing. Mm. Uh, and uh, this weekend with the Dodgers, not going to get any better opposing pitchers. Uh, Dustin May going on Friday, Clayton Kershaw on Saturday, Noah Syndergaard on uh, Sunday. Hey, but the game on Friday is on Apple TV Plus. All so right. Forget that Apple TV Plus. They stuff. only put the best games on Apple TV Plus. The yeah. Cubs lived there for a while. You don't have to worry about that either. You can hear it here on night or over there on ninety eight nine. Yes. So can't find it on TV. You can find it on the radio. That's right. So. All right. So well, that was depressing. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move on uh, from that. Uh, the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs from uh, last night. As the Bruins, they've uh, failed to uh, close out their series. As the uh, Panthers stole one in overtime. Matthew Kachuk. That's one thing that you can be uh, proud of for St. Louis. The Blues didn't do anything, but. Uh, St. Louis guy, Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. He won it in OT. There you go. A nice little uh, Yolmark was out of position there and trying to scramble and Kachuk with a nice puck movement and uh, nice on his stick and put it in the back of the net and Panthers force a game six. Hey, and the Battlehawks are doing okay. I didn't make the playoffs, though. I don't oh, think. man. At least you have St. Louis City FC. You have that. They're off to a decent start as a, a startup franchise. Yeah. And the uh, Kraken, uh, they uh, stole one in Colorado, so uh, they take the 3-2 to yes. series lead uh, back to uh, Seattle, and they also won the game 3-2. Uh, to two. So Seattle, one game away. We're going to do it, Travis. From knocking out the avalanche. We are going to do it. What an upset. It's going to be. That would be. We so. will celebrate. Uh, you will uh, celebrate. I will big time when it happens on a Friday. Because you, you kind. Of, let's be honest. You kind of snickered at me when I said I that pick. I did. And you were like, "I, I've been with this team since the beginning." After <laughs> last year, last year they were a hot mess of garbage. This is the weekend. Are you going to stay up tomorrow night at uh, 9 o'clock? No, actually, I am going to be on the road. Are you going to put it on DVR? I am going to be later? on the road. Mm. Ah, you're gonna I miss have it. a family family trip. going to miss it. I am. Darn. But I'll make sure to stay updated. Don't you worry. <laughs> Got the, I'll be uh, celebrating and my family will go, why are you cheering? 
got the updates on your phone. Yep. Yeah. I got the go. Seattle Kraken app. There you go. That's the way. <laughs> That's the way to go. Release the Kraken. <laughs> Release the Kraken. Uh, monitoring that situation. I'm, uh, I'm Travis. If if they knock off Colorado, I may be getting a Kraken shirt. Oh, there you go. So I would. I'm I'm just saying. It's it's crossed my mind. Uh, games going on uh, tonight at Game Fives. Toronto. They could close that out by beating the uh, Lightning there in Toronto. They have the three to one series lead. Uh, the Rangers Devils tied at two after the Devils taking a couple on the road, and the uh, Jets looking to stay alive as the Knights have the three to one series lead. So, uh, Lightning Maple Leafs will be on a TBS, and uh, the Jets Knights nine o'clock on ESPN two. And Rangers Devils on ESPN2 tonight as well. Of course, ESPN a little bit busy with draft coverage. Why it's on ESPN2 there. So, and only one game in the NBA. They didn't want to compete with the draft, I guess. It's on the dose. So, that game's on uh, the uh, NBA game's on TNT. Well, this is better than being on NBA TV. It's true. Yeah, I hate seeing that. Yeah, the especially that Heat Bucks game. Can we just be honest, Travis? Was. No playoff game should ever be on a sports specific station. Right. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I hate those random ones that are on MLB Network. MLB Network. Yes. Like, no, you don't know. It's <laughs> it's the playoffs. You should be on a national network. Yeah, I agree. Ugh. All right, so I think that's uh, all I had there to uh, clean up from MLB and the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, Let's get to uh, this day in sports history. Okay, yeah. Uh, Well, first I got a little tiny bit of NASCAR news. Mm -hmm. Alex Bowman, NASCAR driver, yes, is going to be out for a couple weeks. He got injured, hurt his back. Uh, Don't know what, but. Uh, all I read is that he hurt his back. Second Hendrick Motorsports driver to get injured out of the car this year. Uh, of hmm. course, Chase Elliott just came back two weeks ago. Yeah. Now Alex Bowman's leaving. Josh Berry's going to fill in for Alex Bowman. So he's filled in for Chase Elliott. Now he's filling in for Alex Bowman. So, hmm. um, yeah, I don't know what's going on over there with Hendrick Motorsports, uh, but their yeah. drivers need to quit getting injured. Yeah. That's all I know. Alex Bowman, right. of course, was out the end of last season. He had that concussion. And so he missed the end of the the regular season. He missed the end of the season last year. Just came back at Daytona this year, and now out with a bad back. So, hmm. not great. No, not great. No. Hmm. So, alrighty. This day in sports history on this day back in 1956, Travis Rocky retired from boxing undefeated. The Rocky. Rocky Balboa. Rocky Marciano. Oh. The actual Rocky, not the fake one. Uh. On this day back Brother. in Adrian, I did it. No, sorry. On this day back in 1983, Nolan Ryan became baseball strikeout king at 3,509 as he passed Walter Johnson. He still holds the record, by the way, 5,714 career strikeouts. Wow. It, is that one of those unbreakable records? That one's uh, yeah. never getting broken. Right. We don't have those dominant strikeout pitchers anymore. No. So, yeah. No. That's that's not going to be touched. I mean, you'd have to average almost 15 a game or something like that because players aren't playing for as long as Nolan Ryan played. Yeah, he played forever. 
1994, on this date, Dominique Hasek made 70 saves, and Dave Hannon scored at 5.43 into the fourth overtime to lead the Sabres to a 1-0 win over the Devils in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference quarterfinals. It was the sixth longest game in playoff history. Trout would have been there for all four overtimes. Yeah. He would have been up and at him. That's a... A 0-0 overtime, four of them. Oh my. That's... 70 saves. Yeah, that's a ton of saves and that's a marathon game for sure when did they shut off beer sales uh, oh, man, i don't know rough. it depends was it uh in buffalo or in new jersey because whichever team lost i think you got to keep the beer sales going yeah i don't know i think they in like midway Forget that. you got you got to have you got to have snacks like uh, you got yeah, you got to have too. a power meal a protein bar something to that keep too. you going as a fan uh, yeah. four overtimes and especially a nothing nothing game Right. To me, that would be absolutely exhausting because you're on your edge of your seat every single moment because one goal is all mm-hmm. it's going to take to end it. Yeah, and you never win that. I mean, we've seen so many goals. You know, a couple nights ago, someone hit a, had a goal off their face. We've seen so many times where the pucks just bounced weird and gone in. Like mm-hmm. anytime someone was taking a shot, I'd be like, <gasps> like heart monitors would have been crazy at that yeah. game. Yeah. Wow. And finally, on this day back in 1996, Barry Bonds becomes the fourth player in three with 300 home runs and 300 career stolen bases. Only one of those other uh, three he's not related to, and that's Andre Dawson. The other ones were his father, Bobby Bonds, and his godfather, Willie Mays. Hmm. So there you go. Very nice. And that is your uh, Sports Center. That's your Sports Center. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, by the way. We of course we have the weekend, so we have a couple more uh, sports centers. But we have uh, some sports center involving the St. Louis Cardinals, and one that will make me tear up a little bit. Tear up. Tear up a little bit. Hmm. <sighs> what could have been? All right. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So there you go. All right. So. I think that will do it for uh, this portion of the uh, podcast. And so uh, now we will turn things over to the draft portion of the uh, podcast, something that we've been uh, working on. And uh, we got a little snake draft, a little special edition here of the uh, starting lineup with the uh, NFL draft being uh, this evening. So, uh, we're going to turn things over to uh, that right now as we are a three-man crew once again. And we'll be doing something cool uh, coming up. Hopefully you enjoy it here on the uh, podcast. So and enjoy that. And we'll be back to uh, recap the uh, draft here uh, tomorrow on the show. See if any trades go down or who the Bears pick, where uh, Witherspoon uh, goes from Illinois. He's going of to the course. Bears, Travis. He's going to the okay. Bears. I'm hey, willing it that into existence. Kinda, that'd be kind of cool. I would be all right. Willing it into existence. Be all right with that. And uh, what quarterbacks go where and everything else to uh, recap. So and enjoy our little snake draft to drafting. Well, drafting the greatest teams of all time that we can uh, compile there via snake draft so hopefully you enjoy it and we'll turn things over to that right now 